So if you guys have any questions whatsoever about keto or intermittent fasting, whether you're starting keto as a new person or just need to debug your program, or you have a question about a product, call one of our keto consultants. They'll be able to help you. Call 540-299-1557. That's 540-299-1557. Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now, here's your host, the man on a mission to take your health to a whole new level. It's Dr. Eric Berg. Hi guys, in this video, we're gonna give you an overview of keto and intermittent fasting, okay? From A to Z. Let's take a look at all the things that happen and all the barriers that you might run into. Um, I mainly created this for new people just so they could see everything together. I know it looks complex, but let's just kind of go through it. Okay, so here you are. You're having breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Don't forget about the snack, snack, snacks, right? That's an average person. You're just pretty much grazing the whole day. You got belly fat, fatigue, memory problems, lack of focus, you're craving, high blood pressure, anxiety, depression, and diabetes. But other than that, you're doing pretty good. So what is the common denominator of all these high levels of insulin, okay? You have insulin resistance, which is causing high levels of insulin. That's what's creating all these symptoms. So these symptoms are the tip of the iceberg. This is the iceberg, okay? So we have to fix this. The way we do it is through keto, because keto is gonna lower the carb and it's going to reduce the insulin, all right? Intermittent fasting works because you're gonna eat less frequent not the amount, but less frequent because every time you eat, you trigger insulin. So the combination works really good to lower insulin. Okay, so you're gonna start it, right? Okay, so now between day one and day three, you may go through a little transition period which you're gonna feel some uh, symptoms of low blood sugar and that would be lightheadedness, hunger, and cravings, maybe a headache. You have to realize it's temporary and if you give up right here, you're gonna lose the benefits of all the great things down the road. So just realize it's gonna happen and just hang in there, but you can actually increase potassium and B vitamins to make it even smoother. I recommend electrolyte powder and nutritional yeast tablets. Okay, so for this we're gonna do three meals only, no snacks, because we're transitioning from sugar to fat. So when you make the transition, you're gonna make new cellular machines that run on fat and not sugar anymore, okay? That's keto adaptation. Now, the way to do that is you're gonna go from one meal to the next, you're gonna to have to add some fat to satisfy you so you're not hungry. So the fat is the thing that you need to adjust so you have just the right amount, so it's not too much where you're feeling bloated and right shoulder pain and a headache, and you have just enough to go from this meal to this meal when you're satisfied, okay? So you're gonna play around with that and adjust that. I'm talking like brie cheese, uh, nuts, pecans are good, walnuts are good, um, eggs are good, avocado is good. Any of those fats are really healthy. And if you were to do a hamburger, for example, which has twice as much fat as protein versus a steak, which has twice as much protein versus fat, you'd be better off with the hamburger because the fat helps you go from one meal 
to the next, all right? So make sure you have enough greens, whether it's salad or vegetables, because we wanna start increasing potassium. Very important, you need 4,700 milligrams of potassium. That's between seven and 10 cups of salad. That's a nutrient-dense food to allow the hunger to go away because your body's finally gonna be satisfied uh, of nutrients, okay? So you're not eating these empty calories. So, but primarily you're gonna get a lot of potassium to really help reverse this insulin resistance problem. Now you may uh, experience constipation, for example, in which you might need to even add more potassium or it could be the vegetables that you're consuming you're not used to, like kale, for example. If you're having too much kale, that can bind you up. If that's the case, switch the vegetable. But let's say you have keto fatigue and you're tired. That usually means low salt, so add some more sea salt. And by the way, when you're doing a ketogenic diet, you need about one teaspoon of sea salt every single day. Compared to over here, you need about a fourth of a teaspoon. Okay, so we need more sea salt, not table salt, to actually prevent fatigue and help your body with the electrolyte sodium and chloride. All right, so we're gonna do this for a while. We're gonna get used to it. Now we're gonna slowly graduate to two meals per day. The way we're gonna do that is we're gonna take our breakfast and we're gonna start to push it forward. In other words, when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself, am I hungry? Uh, no, good, go longer. Keep going longer and longer and longer um, because if you do this right, you wake up at night, you've been fasting all night, and now you're not hungry in the morning, push it further and further and further until you're at the lunch where you have no more breakfast and you're at two meals per day. So that's how we wanna graduate slowly, all right? So don't eat if you're not hungry. Now, at this point, a lot of people mention, oh my gosh, I was losing weight on this and I stopped losing weight. You know, what's happening? Well, you don't wanna go by your weight. Why? Because a lot of people that do this uh, when you measure them, they are loaded with fat and they have low muscle density. They don't have a lot of muscles anymore. They basically have atrophy. And they think it's just all fat, but it's atrophy. So you're gonna start growing more muscle and all this protein is now retaining in the body. It's a little heavier. And that's why you're stopped losing weight because muscle weighs more than fat, okay? The best indicator for success is your weight circumference. Okay, so measure your waist and that should be shrinking if you're doing this correctly. All right? Now, sometimes you might experience high levels of something called uric acid. You might start noticing a gout symptom. It might not happen, but if it does, that is normal in this transition phase. Or you might, if you're susceptible to getting a kidney stone, you might notice a little pain in your lower back. That's because of the higher levels of uric acid. So you just wanna make sure that you're consuming enough lemon juice or lemon in your water or actual lemons, okay? Lemon is a great thing to help flush that out and counter the effects of stones, gout, and this acid, okay? So I recommend that. And also apple cider vinegar will also help this as well. Tablespoon in some water, drink it with your meals with a lemon, and you're good to go. A couple of things will happen. You might uh, consume food a little too much because you're like going to two meals and you're, gonna, you're afraid. You're so used to so many meals. You're like, oh my gosh, am I gonna be hungry? So you stuff yourself, right? Well, you just have to make sure that you learn from that and adjust the food because you, you probably don't need to stuff yourself. I know this is hard to believe. You might actually cheat on this program somewhere and you might find that the next day you're like way more hungry than you were yesterday and you're craving carbs, okay? Because you just bumped yourself out of this whole ketosis. Just stick with the program, get back on the wagon, 
and continue. But if you consume the wrong foods here, your blood sugar will be off and the next day you're gonna notice like, wow, now I'm like really hungry. That's what that's all about. One thing to note is if you're doing two meals, make sure you're not doing low calories. Make sure they're nutrient dense, a little bit more food, so you're actually satisfied. And you're gonna do three to six ounces of protein, unlimited vegetables, and the rest with fat. Now right about here, your friend calls you and she says, oh, you're doing that keto program? Did you realize that it destroys the thyroid? It's gonna make your thyroid slow, right? Well, let me just explain the facts on that. So number one, we're not doing a low calorie diet. We're eating less, but we're keeping our calories high. The second thing you need to know is that as your body becomes more efficient, the fuel is a more efficient fuel, the need for thyroid hormones are less. So you're not gonna need as much thyroid hormones. So if it goes down a little bit, this is completely normal. You're not losing your hair. You're not having other issues. It's totally fine, especially if it's within the normal range. But your thyroid um, does not have to work as hard when you're doing intermittent fasting and keto, all right? Another thing is you might end up at the doctor to get your annual checkup and find that your cholesterol is high. Uh, before you freak out and start going on a statin drug, realize fat is composed of triglycerides and cholesterol. So guess what? When you release the fat, your cholesterol has to come out. It has to go through the blood. It may increase temporarily. But the problem is most of the cholesterol in your body is made by your own body. Only 10% comes from the diet. So if you eat more, it makes less. If you eat less, it makes more. Our body basically makes about 3,000 milligrams of cholesterol every single day. So it needs it for hormones. It needs it for the vision, for the brain, for for the um, nervous system and act as a band-aid to help heal any type of lesions on the arteries. The real problem is this high insulin that creates the inflammation and the destruction of your arteries. So if your cholesterol is a little high, this is a temporary thing, it's not an issue, and you wanna keep your vegetables very, very high. I recommend that you watch some of my videos on LDL. I put some links down below. Okay, so from here to here, we're between 18 to 23 hours of intermittent fasting, okay? This is where we get into some serious fat burning. We get into something called autophagy. Autophagy is a condition where your cells are recycling old and damaged parts. It's cleaning up bacteria, fungus, candida, and mold. So it's like a self-cleaning action. And your, your skin's gonna start looking better. It's gonna be neuroprotective of your brain. You're gonna actually have better memory, better mood, better cardiovascular function and you're gonna save a lot of money because you're no longer consuming three meals a day or six meals a day, you're doing two or even one meal a day. So you'll save between $300 to $600 a month. So you're welcome. So now you can see the big idea and the huge benefits that can occur. These things may not even happen to you, but I want you just to realize if they do, there's a solution. You gotta keep pushing through it until you get over here. All right, thanks for watching. Hi guys, listen, I wanna thank you so much for your wonderful comments. And I wanna ask you if you wouldn't mind giving me your review on Google. I put a link down below. I'd really appreciate it. And thank you in advance.